Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let us take your business. My top 107.1 is KTMY-FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I, I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Hugh, Hugh Grant was a guest on Stephen Colbert's show. He shared his experience of having COVID-19 and he said back in February, he kept breaking out in embarrassing sweats. He said his eyeballs felt three sizes too big. And he also felt like... Um, he had a man sitting on his chest uh, and then he was desperate to smell. He started sniffing at everything. Uh, mm. People's armpits, sticking oh. his head in trash cans, trying to smell anything. Um, he sprayed his wife's Chanel number no. 5 in his face to see if he could smell it. He said mm. uh, he almost went blind from that. You know, um, <laughs> kind of a funny little interview there, but also just some of the symptoms that are kind of crazy with COVID-19. He wants to desperately smell people's armpits. That's where I'm like, I don't know about that. That's I, be okay I love armpits. Do oh. you? Yeah. Wow, I mean, that's... if I'm in a relationship, I've oh got to get my nose up in there. Oh, my it's word. Like, I think it's a pheromone thing. But pheromones you can't even smell. Maybe it's just a you love this person and you like the way they smell thing. Thank you. Okay. Um, uh. Stop. <laughs> Still single, though? (laughs) Funny, Steve. Uh, On The Mandalorian this last week, spoiler alert, uh, Baby Yoda, um, he's very naughty, and he uh, eats some frog eggs from this lady frog. Well, um, Disney has had to apologize because so many women who cannot conceive babies and have a hard time with that were offended by this. Okay. Wait, it was Uh, a frog's eggs? Yeah, it's... Frog's eggs. Oh, sorry, Steve. I forgot that you had. Oh no, no. Oh and, no, I don't. And care. it's a frog like the size of a human. Yeah, it's you a know? big frog lady, and like she has these eggs that need to be fertilized by her, by her husband, so they have to take him to another planet. Yeah. And Baby Yoda gets into the jar yeah. of eggs. You and know why? Eats some because the Mandalorian again wasn't watching him. <laughs> right. Once so, again. Uh, Listen, you guys see this ending. He's eating things he wasn't supposed to be eating. The Mandalorian ends in court with Child Protective Services (laughs) and custody is taken away from the Mando. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, come on. Where is he? I mean, at least he was in the same room this time. Sometimes he's just outside of a cantina. I think he was in a sidecar. Spaceship, I think. Yeah, in a spaceship. But still, come on, dude. 
Um, okay, Alex Trebek, he spent his last few months getting rid of things. In July, he told People Magazine, my wife Jeannie has a great theory. She says if you haven't used it in a year, it's got to go. Yep. Um, he said he had things he hadn't used in 40 years. Mm-hmm. So we have to get rid of some things. I think we wow. all do. But I mean, that's really cool that he did that. Like that's not like know. a courtesy. It really is. Knowing yes. that you're terminal. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. doing that for your family. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, really mindful. mindful. Yeah. Okay, that's the latest dirt. You can find more by downloading our app or going to mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour. Hey y'all. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McLean. Hey, can I just say just a quickie before we get into the fun um, celebrity talk mm-hmm. and the waitress in New York City? I watched episode two of The Undoing with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. It is fantastic. Oh. I gotta start this. It's I so good. Finish the Queen's Gambit and then start this. I got one more episode on the Queen's Gambit. And I'm kind of just catching up. I've got like the Mandalorian going on. I think this is my favorite Nicole Kidman role so wow. far ever. Really? Wowzers. She's just really good and really believable. And her clothes are gorgeous. And she looks so stunning. And the story just takes these weird turns. And you're like, wait, what now? Oh, that explains why it was so weird. Like, there things get explained little by little, and you're like, what? It's it's good. It's suspenseful. Oh, great. It's 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 good. Steve, even you might like it. Hmm. <laughs> and if you and your wife are looking for an adult program to watch, I highly suggest The Undoing. The Undoing. Do you ever have time for that? You know, what's your life like? It's yeah. not a not a ton of time, but there there is time. But you know, then by the time the time comes, you're so tired. Yeah. Yes. You know, well, you got to get the kids over to your sisters and have like maybe a Sunday afternoon where you two just lay in bed or on the yeah. couch. Wow. wow, you just overmodulated our heads. Oh, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's so well done. I feel like I'm watching a movie. Every time I watch an episode, it's like being at the movies. I still want to watch. I, I got so much crap now. So I got to watch the next episode of Mando. Got to watch season three of The Crown. Got to watch The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, there's too much. You're never going to get to it. You better pick. Mando is easy because it's, what, 27 minutes long. Yeah. So you can fly through that. Yeah. Give up on that. And the- we can watch it with the kids. That's the linchpin. Yes. Because the, the kids, you know, it's not until like 830 that they're going to bed. And then by the time you do that, you put them away. They're in bed. You brush your teeth, whatever. You get on yammies, your silk jammies. And you're tired. And you're just kind of tired. Mm, I know. I get it. I understand. I'm a loser. Hey. Wow. No. There's a girl named Laura Mesrobian. She's a 25-year-old actor and server in the Big Apple. Ever heard of it? <laughs> yep. She better be careful <laughs> if she wants there? to be an actor. She, and she's uh, spilling the tea. 
is spilling the tea because she's a waitress, which means she gets an opportunity to wait on some famous folks from time to time. So now in a series of TikTok videos, she is spilling the tea about what these folks are like to uh, wait on. One of her... Uh Yes, ma'am? I feel like she puts out a lot of these videos. Oh. I don't know if she's the same person that oh. we talked to before. Oh, you don't? Okay. There's someone else who does um, like hot news anchors. Very funny. I don't know if this... I think this is a different one. Okay. I remember because, a server. Yeah, I know. But they're not like back teasing any of her other okay. um, videos, I don't think. Okay. Anyway, uh, it was 2016, post-election. Hillary Clinton mm. came in. And her. Uh, she and her friend served her... She said she had been through it, obviously, Hillary Clinton back in 2016. So I was thinking maybe she'd want, like, what, red wine, something relaxing? Hillary Clinton was drinking tequila sodas. She rated Clinton a 9 out of 10 for drink choice, but a 2 out of 10 for war hawk policies. I think that's a funny political joke there. Here's another one. This time you'll laugh once I finish it, okay? Okay. And then it'll seem better. Regarding Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, he's bleeping gorgeous. Yes, his eyes will pierce your soul, but kind of whiny? she said, and really likes his Pinot Noir and French fries. He's always with friends, somehow never paid, but he's pretty fun. Give him a 7 out of 10. Okay. Uh, he does look like he'd be very handsome in person. He is, I can authoritatively tell you from experience. All right, whatever. Were we supposed to laugh after that one? I thought no? so. <laughs> okay. You don't even have to laugh, just like less deafening silence. Okay. <laughs> My bar is low. I'm just thinking about him and what he looks like because I get confused with him and Jared Leto. They kind of look the they same. They kind of do. Or yeah. Jared Leto's also very attractive. He has piercy eyes. Yeah. Very piercy eyes. Julianne Moore, uh, this girl calls the redhead icon. She said she got slightly better. She got an 8 out of 10, Julianne Moore did. Beautiful, classy, and sweet. One of the few celebrities, let alone people, to look you in the eye and say thank you. Thank you. Great skin, really tiny. That's most celebrities, she went on to say. It was a joy for all. Julianne Moore got an 8 out of 10. Oh, that's good. Wow, what's it take to get a 10? Well, Glenn Close didn't get it. She got a 7 out of 10, Donna. Laura, the waitress, described her as regal and composed, though she admitted that some people thought of it as cold, but she didn't think so. Hmm. I know, right? I thought I deserved a little, hmm, that's very interesting. Hmm. She'd probably dealt with a lot of people by this time, so give her a break. But the kicker is, with Glenn Close, always came Pip. Pip was running the show. Pip had full reign to run around the restaurant as much as he wanted. Not the most fun, but the dog was pretty funny, and it was overall okay. Pip the the dog. Pip's just running around the restaurant? That's not Mm -hmm. okay. Come on. FDA. What, is it an outdoor patio? Yeah, that's why I keep thinking. Anytime I, I think of celebrities at a restaurant, they're at an outdoor patio in my mind. Yeah, it's because it's always like in Beverly Hills. Frances McDormand got a 9 out of 10. Mostly, though, because of her urgency in ordering drinks. The waitress said all she did was, she said to me, are you our waitress? Because we need alcohol right now. <laughs> she seems like she'd be really down to earth and funny. Yeah. Like, I'd want to hang out with her. I bet the feeling would be mutual. She'd really enjoy you. Oh, thanks, Steve. I'm real busy, though, looking at pictures of Jake Gyllenhaal and his beautiful eyes. Don't you think I put out a little bit of a Gyllenhaal from time to time? Hello? I must have lost my connection. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, thank you, Donna. You think so? Yeah, you got good hair. Okay, whatever. Um, 
Amanda Seyfried looks like a beautiful little fairy in person. She got an 8 out of 10. She came on a busy night with her husband, but was really sweet and understanding. Got a cheese board, and overall, pretty great. Yes, okay, good. cheese board. Yeah, cheese boards. Dakota Fanning got a 7 out of 10. She also which, is very tiny. Uh, seems like, like a really normal person. I the size of people. Okay. I don't either. Come on. Mm, that's not okay. a quality. Yeah, right? That's, that's not their personality. That's how much they choose to Amen. eat or not eat. Now, there's one celebrity who got an 11 out of 10. Okay, male or female? Female. Um, Has uh, had a Chrissy good Teigen. last couple of years, I would say. Hmm. You want to hmm. save it so we can think about it? Okay, when yeah. When we come back and then we'll yeah, get to a study? Yeah, we'll get to a study. Yeah, which, uh, which celebrity did this waitress give an 11 out of 10 to? Ooh, the answer when we return on Yay! My Talk 1071. Yeah. All right, so we're about to find out what celebrity got an 11 out of 10 rating from a New York City waitress. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show, by the way. Steve's got our answer. Do we have any guesses, Don? I would say Bethany Frankel. Okay, Bethany oh, Frankel. Oh, I like because that. Because she used to be a caterer and she was, you know, okay. worked in restaurants. And this is a female? It is sure. a female. Okay. For or sure. I said Chrissy Teigen, but he didn't give me any response for that. Oh, okay. Um, can I ask some questions? I'll start you off with a hint, actually. Okay. Um, sort of got, got her start as an actress, but has since developed more into a screenwriter director including some of those works getting her a total of three oscar nominations no wins jennifer lawrence no some, somebody who's like behind the scenes now but was an actress oh. kind of gave that up on that oh um she's a screenwriter and both of the movies that she's been nominated for have some reference to a female in the title. Girl power. Um, gonna need more. <laughs> All right. The opposite of big guys. Okay, so little women. Okay, Donna. So I'm trying to think. What's her name? Who's behind that? Is it the one from? It's an Pitch alliterative Perfect? name. Is it from the Pitch Perfect lady? I don't think so. The one from um, Hunger Games? Nope. You know who I'm talking about? Her name has alliteration in it. Repetition. I get it. I know Um, what it means. Okay. Just for the listener. Amelia Bedelia. Amelia Bedelia. (laughs) I like your style. Tammy Topper. (laughs) Greta Gerwig. You got it, Don. Okay, got it. You got it, Don. Oh, good. I'm glad she's done. She said this girl was a true queen. This girl was so fun, she said. She had just finished her pregnancy at the time and given birth to her kid, and she talked to me for about two minutes at the bar about how much her... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Breasts had changed. Oh. Totally would want to party with her all night. Just super good presence in the room. God, that makes me happy. Thank you. uh, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> right, anything else you would like Great. to add? No. You're my buddy. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. All right, I got a couple of quickies. Hi. You know I do I, every day. Eleven, eleven. Even if I don't say it out loud, I'm doing it in my head. I make a wish. Yeah. A poll found that it is something that one in seven Americans do, and it's even higher for younger people. Wow. Around one in four adults under 35 said they make a wish at 11-11. Women more slightly likely to do it. And people who do it are more likely to believe in other supernatural stuff. Hmm. Half believe in karma and think spiritual energy is real. 36% of those believe in fate, and 21% believe in magic. Put me down for a no queen. (laughs) Magic. Isn't that neat? And yesterday was 11-11, and we made a wish at 11-11 on 11-11. Unbelievable. So good. Oh, I think they're adding to the collective consciousness. Yes. And everybody's having good thoughts at once. Yes, I love that. Yeah. That's why I believe in prayer, too. I think if everybody's praying for the same thing yes it's putting that energy out there it is snowing like a mo oh in other <laughs> in weather news the snow squalls that they talked yeah. about yep. yeah we got a snow squall situation what, today where's the 40s we're supposed to have like nice melty weather uh we're gonna get there we're gonna get there i don't love this right now how about this next week? We are going to get into the 50s, it looks like. Today oh, is a okay. today is a high of 28, I think, here in Chaska. 30. Oh. oh. You know what? I can live with that knowing <laughs> that there's some nice stuff coming next week here in the Twin Cities. Yes, we. Yes, we. Uh, one in four people will attempt to do this for the first time this year at Thanksgiving. What do you think <laughs> it is? Um. I know. Okay, Dawn, do you know? I have to withdraw know? myself. Uh, try to break the wishbone. Oh, that's oh, a good one. That's fun. Can you do that by yourself, by the way? Sure, She's just use two hands. for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, All I right, I ready? On day. three. Okay, <laughs> I'm ready. Donna, oh, Your okay, wish will Donna. come true if you got the bigger end. Yeah. So I that's did how it, it works. By my, I did it by myself. It was a chicken bone. <laughs> I did it by myself, and I was like, okay, the right hand is the is is me the left hand is the other person and i did it and i was like yeah my wish is coming true <laughs> really digging deep in the pandemic i know my right hand is not <laughs> don is not only oh, believes Lord. in wishes and prayers but she's also a witch <laughs> she's getting chicken bones and doing oh i'm gonna put it in now oh, oh, 
Are you uh, I'm a lone eat? wolf, guys. I'm a lone it's wolf. So great. Are you going to eat with your roommate for Thanksgiving, Donna? No, I'm going to go to my cabin by myself. Oh, man. I shouldn't have you said that. No, good I feel about like that? someone's going to come and like abduct me or oh, something. Okay. No, you're not that high of a prize, my friend. <laughs> Let's quit acting like your ransom is just the an unsurmountable are number. Right there, nobody could get away with that. You have neighbors right there. I know, but sometimes I wonder, you know, if it's the weird neighbor that's, you know. Oh yeah, you know? he is kind of weird, isn't he? There's a few. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm thinking about oh, if you're on your porch looking towards your house, <laughs> the one to the left. Oh my gosh. Good thing they don't get reception up there. <laughs> they do. Oh, no. Oh, boy. All right, so this I'll edit this out of the podcast just in case. Anyway, one in four people will attempt to cook a turkey for the first time. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a fun, it's a fun thing to I think try. I'm going to do it, but I have to get a little baby one. Maybe I'll just a do it. Like, a turkey. A Cornish game hen. That's How what I'll do. That? I'll try that. Or save yourself the time. Just pick up a rotisserie chicken. Similar shape. Yeah, but I, have, I always have one in my house. Mm. You do a rotisserie chicken? Yeah, like a cooked one. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I find those to be too greasy. They are a little <laughs> greasy. I don't like the Z sound in, in <laughs> we greasy. Always, MC and I always say grease. I think they're injecting it with some kind of something something. Ooh. No, well, not I, like um, grease or anything. I think they're putting, they're injecting it with some kind of... Probably clarified butter, maybe. Juices. I, ah. I injected my turkey. I just, uh, you can watch today on Twin Cities Live at four, mm-hmm. our four o'clock nice. half hour. I smoke uh, my turkey and we, we do that on the show so you'll be able to see it. But I injected that sucker and I learned some stuff and I learned some stuff. Good. What, I can't learn anything now? You should, yeah. So you did get a video that turned out because last we heard yeah. there were a lot of technical difficulties. Yeah, we just had to work all around the things that we missed, which were just a couple of fun shots at the beginning. But no, we got her all together. It's going to be informative. I, I don't know if it'll make you want to smoke a turkey or not smoke a turkey. But either way, my attempt at smoking a turkey is on Twin Cities Live at 4. Well, ding, dang, diggly do. Bump. <laughs> Bump. I put clarified butter in there. That's when you melt the butter and then the milk solids separate from the oily stuff of the milk. Mm-hmm. Then you have to scoop out the foam, put the foam separate. Then there's milk solids at the bottom. You need to then, or butter solids, whatever the hell they are. And then you pour out the liquidy butter into a separate ramekin. And then oh, you you inject that into your turkey. Fun fact, though, if you let that separated butter, the clarified butter, sit at room temperature, mm-hmm. it solidifies into what appears like tapioca pudding. Hmm. Oh, okay. So you're doing this with butter or you're buying clarified butter? No, no, I did it. You I did, did it yourself? It. Well, that's impressive. It was, Yeah, I don't know if it went great or not. But when you inject a turkey, you actually see it, like, fatten up. Oh, you do? Ew, that's yeah. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're injecting it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, We're going to play watching. a game. Okay. A game. It's All game right. time. All right. All right. Thursday, Throwback Thursday music trivia. I'm going to rattle off as my, my goal is can I get to 10? We're going to ask Dana's, Donna as many questions as we can about that. music trivia. <laughs> Next. Oh. Bye. All right. It is Thursday. It's just about 11 30. 
And it's time to play a little game on the Donna and Steve show. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do it. All right. And I don't know how you're going to do. Me either. These are, uh, it's a random sampling, a random collection. It'll take us all through the decades. Okay. <laughs> I'm numbering my paper. Okay. Oh, good. Na- name in the uh, top left, top right. Name and date. Okay. Got it. I'm going to start with this one. Dateline 1956. Okay. This artist was number one on the singles chart with Just Walking in the Rain. It stayed at number one for seven weeks, making it that year's Christmas number one. Originally written in 1952 by Johnny Bragg and Robert Riley, two prisoners at Tennessee State Prison in Nashville. After a comment made by Bragg as the pair crossed the courtyard, while it was raining. Oh Do God, you know this tough. singer? This is a, I'm starting with a very difficult one. Yeah, come on. Steve. Okay, so I'm thinking Pull of the gone. song, uh, <laughs> just walking in the rain and the snow when there's nowhere to go and you're feeling like a part of you is dying because okay. you're on death row. Okay, Don. Don, no, no, no. That would be 10cc and I don't think that came out until like the 70s. So I'm not going to get this. I'm going to need a hint. Did you say Johnny Ray and you said final? Oh my gosh, final answer. I heard Johnny it under Ray. your breath. Yep, yep. Whoa, wow. Ooh, all right. How really she good. Doesn't nobody knows. On oh. we go to number two. Are you familiar with Johnny Ray? Nope. You, he, she wow, wouldn't have gotten it. Good choice on giving her the answer. Thanks. 1966 is our dateline now, one decade later. This group. Their debut album started a 13-week run at number one on the U.S. album chart, selling over 3 million copies in three months. Back wow. in 66, that's these are big lot. numbers. And 13 weeks at number one, that's 13 huge. 13-week run at number one. 1966. Name this group. That's all you're giving me? I don't get the name of the song? That's all they gave me, Donna. This group debuted... At number one, the debut, that means it was their first song. Here she goes. Uh, I'm going to say it's the Beatles. No, you're not. I'm going to say it's the Rolling Stones. No, <laughs> you're not. I am going to say it's Elvis. I... Okay, wait about. Okay, okay here, here's your hint. Jesus. Art restoration. No. <laughs> Oh, the monkeys. Are you locking it in? Yeah. Then lock Say it in. Hey, the monkeys had a 13-week run at number one. I mean, they were, I bet they scared the Beatles a little bit. I bet they did. And if you don't know what that monkey reference was, go back and listen to hour one of yeah. our show. Monkey it's Jesus. not nearly as sacrilegious as it sounds. No. Not yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not our fault, though. Yeah, it's not our fault. Don't shoot the messengers. Dateline. 1971. Okay, okay. I was negative 12. Yeah, I don't care. This group <laughs> appeared at the Locarno, Sunderland, England, with tickets at 75 pounds, by the way. Wow, that's a lot. Okay. 
Their set included Immigrant Song. Oh, yep. Heartbreaker. Since I've Been Loving You. And Tangerine. Oh, gosh. Among others. Who, who sings Immigrant Song? That's... Oh, oh gosh. Dawn, do you know the answer? No, oh. not off the top of my head. I'll throw a couple others out, okay? Is it Com- like... What's communication Breakdown 71. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know this, you know this, you know this. No. Communication Uh-oh. Breakdown, Dazed and Confused. Oh. Oh, Zeppelin? Yeah, Zeppelin. Full name, please. Led Zeppelin Final by... Wow. Immigrant song. Yes. That's a good song. I left off that they also played Stairway to Heaven at that. Yeah, you don't want to Rock and Roll. No, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. Going to California. Thank you. What is and what should never be. Whole bunch of them. Man, what a set they played. Mercy. Okay. Date line 1977. Okay. This group went to number one on the charts with their debut LP, Nevermind the Bollocks. They're an English group. Nevermind the Bollocks. And then the second half of that was, here's the blank, but the name of the group. So I can't give away, Nevermind the Bollocks. I think it's the Who, maybe? No, you don't. I don't think it's the Who. I'm just talking it out. How did I end up having four babies? Hmm. What did Lou and I do? Uh, recreated. Come on, let's. More uh, the Sex Pistols. Maybe? You locked in that in. Yeah, Sex Pistols. Oh my final. God, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you on a roll like I'm this. I'm telling you. <laughs> Dateline 1983. Oh boy. Can I, may I? Yes. <laughs> Mother, may I? The yes. year, the year of my birth. I can mention that. That's an important That's year to me. Okay. This artist, Infidel's album, reached its highest position when it peaked at number nine on the charts. It was the, unbelievable to think of this, it was the artist's 22nd studio album. Oh, wow. Was co-produced with Dire Straits guitarist Mark Knopfler. (laughs) He had also, he, approached Elvis Costello David Bowie and Frank Zappa as possible producers on the album. Name the artist. Infidels, 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 infidels. I'm naming the artist? You are. Um, Who was this artist? 22nd studio album, Infidels reached okay. its highest position at number nine on the charts. Okay, so it's somebody making a comeback in the 80s, but it only reached number nine, so I'm not that impressed. Uh, I'm going to need a hint. The Minnesota's own. Dylan? I only take full names, D-Bone. Bob Dylan, final? Wow! Oh, wow. It's like you don't even have to think about these. (laughs) It's fun to watch you (laughs) when you sleep. Oh! See, and that's how things become serial killer Yep. Yep, let's go to the next one. Okay. (laughs) Date line. Okay. 1988. All right. Mrs. Trensky was the name of my kindergarten teacher. That's where oh, I was in my no. life at that time. And I did PM kindergarten. Thank you very much. I did too. Nice. Oh, you did. You had to sleep in a little bit. Oh, you know? God. Yeah. It was great. You watched Sesame Street in the morning. It was great. Those schmucks 
who had AM kindergarten? What are we doing here? Oh, that's me. Oh, no. I can kind of sense Never it. Never been able to sleep in. <laughs> Your whole life. I've been torturing you. This group okay. started a six-week run at number one in 1988 on the charts. With their sixth studio album, I think this will be easy, it went on to sell over 14 million copies. The name of the album was Rattle and Hum. Is this... This isn't Duran Duran. Not in 88. Rattle and Hum, Rattle and Hum. I know it, I know it. I know it, but I need a hint. Rattle and Hum. This was back at the time that if we wanted to listen to their music, they made us buy it. They later. Yeah. I'm doing sign language offering. to her, and I'm doing. Oh, uh, do you know how to? You know. I know how to sign it. It's I really easy. It's like scissors. Oh. Uh. Right. Rattle and hum. Rattle and hum. People are yelling at their radios right now. They later went on to give some of their music away for free, though, notably, no one asked for it. Oh, yeah, of course. I actually have this album. I'm an idiot. You too, final. Wow. Oh, gosh. You're doing good, Donna. No. Okay. Dateline 1997. Oh, no. Blind spot. Blind spot. Acid trip. Uh No acid trips. Okay. The Spice Girls were number one on the charts with their second album named This, which also happened to be the name of their tie-in movie. Oh, the album became a huge hit worldwide, lengthening the so-called Spice Mania fever at the time. It produced four singles, all of which saw commercial success and has now sold over 20 million copies worldwide. <laughs> the name of the album. Also the name of the movie. Spice. It had house in it. No. Spice. I like where you're starting. Yep. Spice Girls. You know what doesn't hey. sound good? Mm-mm. Already too long. Mm-mm. Imagine we're at a writer's meeting. Okay. And somebody says, I got an idea. Let's call it Spice Earth. And someone's like, you're close, but that doesn't sound right. Spice. Venus. Okay. <laughs> Spicy, spicy Earth, Spice Moon. Less specific. Spice Galaxy. Less specific than Spice Earth, but I like where your head's at, Tim. Spice Galaxy. Spice Venus. Spice. I like the idea of us referencing Earth, but let's use a more generic term for it, can we? Spice World Final. Nice, Donna. Man, how do you... Do you study beforehand? No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> Just got lucky. Dateline 1998. Okay. All right, there's more. Jeez. Winners at the MTV Europe Awards included Madonna, Best Female Artist, for, uh, an album for Ray of Light, The Spice Girls, aforementioned, won for Best Group, All Saints, won Breakthrough Artist, Robbie Williams, Best Male Artist, and then this singer won for Best Song with the song Torn. Yeah. Oh, I love this song. Oh. Name the artist. I feel like she's only had a couple of songs. The moonlight affair. 
All right, it's somebody like a jewel, but not jewel. It's, um, oh gosh, what's her name? I'm gonna need a hint. Seven syllables and the full name. That's good. First what first name has three syllables. Here, I'll say it like this. Blah 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 blah. That helps. That Natalie helps, right? Bru- Natalie Mbruglia. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes! We're gonna give it to you. We're gonna give it to you. It's the same thing I've seen her do when pronouncing the city of Mumbai. Mumbai. Natalie Mbruglia. Final answer. Final answer. Okay, are we done? Nope. One more. No, one more. Okay, here we go. Play along at home. 2000. Oh, no. We're back Thursday music trivia. This group started an 11-week run at number one on the charts with Independent Women Part One. Taken from the group's third studio album, Survivor, the song first appeared on the soundtrack for the 2000 film, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's? Mm, Bruglia. I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get it. 2000 blind spot. Donna, Donna, you were meant to be here. It's your... Destiny's Child. Padlocking! Yes! Yes! She did it again! I'm not gonna get this. What? Honestly, the negative self talk here is just infuriating. Oh my god, I aced it. That's crazy. No, you gave me the first answer, so I almost, I got a 90. (laughs) Bruglia. But don't you think it's funny that your clue is so terrible? Like, mm mm, mm mm, mm mm, mm mm. Oh, well, of course, that's Natalie Bruglia. Good job, Steve. Good job. Oh, thanks, Donna. Thank you. We're going to leave. Cool. Me too. We're going to come back, though. Oh, that's where we... Final stretch, you guys. Literally stretching right now. Oh, yeah, you got to. Oh, you know what I didn't mention? What? No, maybe I did mention. Yeah, I meant to this. What? Uh, Yesterday on Twin Cities Live, we had Colleen and Bradley on. Oh, how'd that go? It was really wonderful. They came on. To talk about their new My Talk original podcast, it's called Deep in the Shallow, hosted by the two of them. It's available now, by the way. Um, and it was really wonderful to have them on, talking about their first episode called People Magazine is a Big Fat Scam. Oh, no. And then uh, some subsequent episodes that they got. So it's really cool, and I, it's quite an accomplishment for them to be able to get that going, considering the show that already keeps them plenty busy, not to mention what happens outside of the work walls. So it was really nice to have them on. If you don't already, by the way, um, you can always listen on the MyTalk app, um, and you can listen to that podcast, all of our shows, our original podcast as well. But it was great having them on. They were a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun. I like those guys. I listen to their show pretty much every day. I try to try to like get done with what I need to do after the show so I can tune in at 1230 for um, the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge and mm. then Blind <laughs> Items. I love playing along, and then I'll start texting Colleen, and I'll be like, it's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then she doesn't get it in time. And then she'll text you during our show as well. Oh, man. About other things. By the way, if you don't yes. know, we've got new uh, November prizes in my talks, listener rewards, which you can access through the app. You could win a $1,000 little blind spot window warm-up. We've got a $200 gift card to Lunds and Byerly's up for grabs. Other gift cards for Ikea, Crisp and Green, and Punch Pizza, and a whole lot more. So uh, you can go to the website, mytalk1071.com, which can get you all this good stuff. But you can also get registered easily 
on the app. Download it today yes. if you don't have it already. It's it, free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I didn't bring this up yesterday, but did you hear the story about Kate Winslet breaking Tom Cruise's record for holding her breath underwater? I just saw the headline for this and thought, whoa. She was doing a scene for Avatar 2. Guess how long she held her breath for. Do you already know the answer? No, I don't. Um, I'm going to guess four minutes and five seconds. I will tell you that that is low. Tom Cruise did it for six minutes while filming Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Wow. So it's over six minutes? It's stressing me out, actually, because I... I Water well, didn't and... David Blaine like teach people how to do this, or maybe I saw some. Yes, TED he did. Talk. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I, okay, six fifty-five. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty. It's good. It's unbelievable. Seven minutes, fourteen seconds. Ermagerd. <gasps> Seven minutes. She went without any air whatsoever. What's unbelievable? She said she's really proud of herself. She'll probably never be able to do it again. Um, is she went through some really intense training and it was in the dive tank and it was training in the tank. She said, I loved it. Um, wow. But the current record is held by a guy named Alex Segura Vendrel. Guess how, how long he held his breath. Would this guy do like 10 minutes or something? Keep going. Oh no, my gosh. Donna, 11. Stop it. Keep going. What is he, an amphibian? Uh, 12 minutes and 30 seconds. That's my last guess. Double that. No, get no, out of here, Donna. Can't. No. Stop 24 it. minutes and three seconds. No. It stresses me out. I don't like this. No. Way. I don't like yeah, my chest starts to feel tight when we talk about this. Yeah, me too. What the heck? How do you even. I got. Uh, yeah, I don't want to ever do this but how would you even i don't know and why would you want to oh, i don't know it's like a it's like a feat of human strength 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 powering your body mm. here's something interesting that i just <laughs> noticed okay you remember ryan perpich yeah 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 he gave me a ride home the other day had it not been for me he would have forgot did he tell you that yep <laughs> Ryan Perpich, our former producer, who now is a producer for uh, Channel 5 News, was talking to me in my ear the other day. I'm about to do something for the noon newscast on 45 TV. 45. And he says, uh, hey, bro. And I was like, hey, man, heard you're uh, riding Donna home today. And he was like, bro, totally forgot till you just said that. Oh, man. <laughs> and this was like the night after the election. He hadn't slept at all the no, whole night no. before, like at all, at all. And uh, oh. yeah, it was a it was a big thing. So the, you heard the disappointment. You know when someone forgets that they had a chore to do. Yep. Or like you forget you were you you picked up someone's shift over the weekend. You're yeah. like, oh yeah, oh gosh, oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. I work tonight at six. That it, he was so crestfallen. Any way. He now working in the newsroom. It's funny. I was uh, looking at Jackie Kane's Instagram story or Insta story, and she was talking about the CMAs, and she's a big fan of Gabby Barrett and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, then she had just gotten this new pair of choppers, these gloves, and she said, it "said Do you know how choppers got their name?" And I thought, "I don't know." And then the next story goes right to Ryan Perpich in the newsroom explaining it. What a bizarre world! 
Oh, so he he was on camera? He was on oh. camera. And I was taking it back. Do you guys want to hear Ryan explaining it? I haven't even watched it. Uh, yeah. You want to hear him? Oh, okay. Sure. Right, yes. Here we go. Here's Ryan Perpich explaining the Jackie Kane where choppers come from. Ryan Perpich, yes. you're native Minnesotan. Absolutely. Explain to me how choppers got their name. My understanding is choppers <laughs> got their name when you're at the ice rink cheering on your favorite hockey team, you smack those things together and they make the loudest noise in the rink and everyone knows who you're cheering for. They make a chopping sound. Like chopping wood sound. Chopping wood sound. Chop, chop, chop. But- it's very obnoxious, very loud and very Minnesotan. And this originated at the rink. That's Ryan Perfect there. Boy, he lost weight, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you didn't notice? Uh, He was sitting and driving. (laughs) And no one looks their best seated. Nope. Hmm. (laughs) That's just a fact, Donna. (laughs) That's true. I mean, if you're naked, you're not like, oh, hey, come check out my naked body. Hang on. Hang on. Let me sit on this stool first. Hmm. What, what are you humming for? What I'm are you re- reading? I'm reading a what are you reading? Oh, I can Jones. sense when she reads. Phil Jones sent a, me this video. Phil, unpaid researcher Phil. Yeah. All I see is a message from Dawn, and I'm not sure if you're talking about the person we're talking yes. about. Yes. Can I say what you said? Sure. His pants are too tight. <laughs> okay, whose pants? <laughs> Ryan. In that video? Yeah. Ryan. Oh, hang on. Uh, oh, my word. <laughs> oh, my God. Phil said oh, he my can Lord. see his purpose. Uh, his little purpose. Hey, hey, Donna. <laughs> it's just the way he's sitting. It's just. Yeah. God. I said, oh, my God, I can't unsee this. Thanks a lot, Phil. <laughs> Interesting story about the choppers, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend who wears those, and I always thought she was wearing oven mitts. <laughs> like so, like she, times were tough. Yeah, like she has circulation problems, and you know, I have another so friend, she, a, a mutual friend, who'd be like, "I saw Amy running by with oven mitts on her hands." <laughs> like, I think those are choppers, right? They're just giant yeah, oven mitt sized, big, yeah. big mittens, right? Yeah, yeah they're, they're and they're yellow. Yes. Yeah, but they I look like know. the thickness of an elf glove. You're right. I bet they're really expensive. Stand by. I'll see if I can figure it out before we go off the air. All right. While you're doing that, we'll remind you to listen in to Colleen and Bradley. They will be taking over momentarily. Mm, Bradley. Mm, um, Brad. Mm, Bruglia. Uh, $79. Yeah, $79. That's, that's a lot of money. But if you got circulation problems, I'm sure it's worth it. Thank you, Minneapolis and all of the United States of America for $32 on Amazon Prime. Oh, great. All right. I'm going to get me a pair. Have a great day, everybody. Colleen and Bradley coming in next. We'll see you tomorrow at night. Bye. Bye.